Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Experience Our Industry podcast. I am super excited to be here today with Kathy Nguyen. How are you, Kathy? I'm good. I'm really happy to be here. Oh, I'm so happy to see you. And uh, Kathy is a 2019 graduate of our program. And so we're going to get into into some of that, um, graduating just before a global pandemic and going through a global pandemic with an early career and all of that. Um, But uh, Kathy has landed and and been super successful out in the working world in just her short time out. She is currently working as an event specialist for Roblox, which is um, a, a really exciting technology company. And um, and I've told Kathy, my, my son is a gamer. So I, I love the fact that she's work. I know I would never know Roblox if it wasn't for him. Right? <laughs> so, uh, so this might be the one uh, podcast that I can actually get my son to listen to, Kathy. Yay. It's good to hear. <laughs> yeah, it's exciting. So, so Kathy, we'll, we'll eventually get to talk all about Roblox and maybe you can give Max a few pointers on um, how to win the game. I'm just huh. kidding. I'm just kidding. But um, <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll eventually get there. Let's go back and, and talk a little bit about your path um, to, to this point in time. Where, where are you from originally, Kathy? Yeah, I'm originally from San Jose, California. I um, grew up in Santa Clara. Nice. So you were in the heart of Silicon Valley in the tech world growing up, uh, eh? Yeah, exactly. Definitely. What did your parents do when you were growing up? Yeah. So my parents, they both immigrated from Vietnam when they were fairly young. Um, so they worked as barbers. Uh, my, actually, my grandpa opened up the first barbershop. Um, it's called Mr. T's Barbershop. No <laughs> they have a whole chain out there. Um, so growing up, I was the barber's daughter. <laughs> That is awesome. Well, you know, I uh, I hold a special place in my heart for barbershops, and I think a lot of people do in our culture. And so I think the, um, I can imagine you just learned so much growing up uh, by growing up in barbershops, huh? Yep, yep. I know how to spot a good fade. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you heard so many wise words of wisdom growing up. That is cool. How about siblings? Do you have any siblings, Kathy? Yep, I have one younger sibling. He's three years younger than me. Yeah. What's yeah. up? What's what's he up to now? Yeah, he he went to the Marines after high school and now he's uh he's actually in Vietnam with my mom visiting right now. Um, but he's out of the Marines and now he's gonna actually go to I think he's planning to go to college after this. So right. Yeah. Very cool, very cool. Well, um, well, shout out to your to your brother and mother, and I hope they're uh, having fun in Vietnam and and make it safely back. Um, let's talk about um, growing up and 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 what you aspired to, right? Like some, I know some kids when they're growing up, they have these like dream jobs, right? And they either have a, a Halloween costume or 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 they they outfit their room yeah. like to be. Did did you have one of those growing up? A little bit. Yeah. So I mean, like growing up, I guess in high school, I did a lot of leadership. I also did sports. I was like in tennis, tried out for basketball in middle school, but like I was too short to like make the team. Um, Career wise, like I actually really wanted my dream was to be a veterinarian. I loved animals. I had a dog growing up. Um, Quickly realized I couldn't be a veterinarian when I got I think I got a C in biology. And I was like, we're not doing that. (laughs) 
I hear you. I'm the, I uh, I was the same way, except I was I, I was pre dental. I was on the I was on the dentist track. <laughs> <laughs> but my daughter right now is on the vet track. She thinks she wants to be a vet. So we'll oh, good see. for her. She's a freshman in high school. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. So um, so what else? What else? Like what did uh, what what made the young young Kathy tick? Were you into any anything else? Like uh you know, uh, drama, arts, anything like that. You said leadership and, and you probably have heard. And and if you've listened to any of the podcasts that, that one of the things about this podcast has been, it's opened, opened our eyes as faculty to realize how important ASB and, and, um, and leadership is in high school in propelling people into our major, right? Because you, you plan all the events and and you're the leaders of the high school. So what was that like? Yeah, no. So I was in leadership in high school. I was the publicist. So that just involved a lot of um, creating like really creative posters. Uh Um, The other like leadership thing I did that wasn't necessarily with Santa Clara High, um, I did something called the Red Cross Leadership Program. And that's when we actually, um, we threw like a a summer camp essentially for people um, who want to do this leadership conference program. Um, And so I guess that's actually where my event planning career started. Like literally it was like, I was on a committee planning this whole summer camp. And I think I did it for two years in a row. Um, And that was really fun, you know, like, yeah, doing a lot of leadership, um, planning that leadership conference. I love that. That is so great. And, you know, with, with having a, 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 a our first uh, our, our first uh, kid in, in high school, it, it's really, you know, I look back fondly I, I, on my high school years, but um, but I, I don't know. I, and I know that I had professional development things when I look back now, but I just feel like high schools now have, have evolved to where they're really, really starting to understand how important that is for 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 young people and, and to get involved in leadership. So I love that you embrace that. That's so awesome. Yeah, for sure. So, okay. And then one thing, sorry. And then one thing about my high school too, we are all about the school spirit. Like oh. very lucky to be at a school where we like did all the homecoming things, winter ball, yeah. like all the football brewing nights. Um, and so I think that really like had a big impact on me too. I was very like very, very involved in all the school spirit things. Yeah, I bet. I, I remember all those too. So great. Um, so let's talk about let's talk about your path uh, right to Cal Poly. Now, obviously, uh, Santa Clar- Clarita is is very close, and and um and the Bay Area and San Jose and all that are, are you know um I I don't know I don't know if we could say Santa Clarita is a is a feeder school. Santa Clara, sorry. I, what now? Did I say? Uh, Santa Clara, not Santa, Santa Clarita. Clara, my bad. Santa Clara, uh, Santa Clara High School. Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I was trying to pick up on it. and I missed it. Um, it, it I don't know. Is it a feeder school? Does did it, are a ton, do a ton of kids end up at Cal Poly? Like, how did you how did you hear about Cal Poly? How did the path work? Yeah, no, I feel like we get a good amount of people who go to Cal Poly every year. Not a ton, um, but definitely a handful. But the way that I like really found out about Cal Poly, so. Senior year, like like I said, I I couldn't be a veterinarian anymore. I was like, what am I gonna do in my life? Right. Um, I was really shooting for UC schools actually, so I was applying to UCLA, Santa Barbara. Got into UC Santa Barbara and Cal Poly. I wouldn't say Cal Poly was like necessarily my backup school, but the reason why I applied for Cal Poly in the first place is because I was looking through the majors. And actually, here's some more context. I was also a camp counselor, a summer camp counselor for uh-huh. the city parks and recreation at Santa Clara. And yeah. so when I was going through the majors at Cal Poly, I saw parks and recreation. 
And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, like this is cool. I have not, I have no idea what this is, but if anything, like this could be a fun like job uh, at yeah. the end of it. And so that's how I applied to Cal Poly and then ended up getting into Santa Barbara and Cal Poly. Um, and yeah, then, yeah, then I visited both schools and just fell in love with yeah. downtown. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, it's so funny. I hear that. I hear that so much is that I just fell in love and, and that just, that just warms, that just warms uh, our heart and, and, and makes it, I don't know, it just makes it so special. And, and obviously, uh, slow is a slow in Cal Poly is a special place for so many of us. Um, so let's yeah. talk about your, your undergrad experience. Um, you know, I know that, that, um, uh, and th- this goes for almost every, uh, person I bring on the podcast, right? You, you embrace that learn by doing and, yeah. and learn by doing was at the core of, of what, um, you know, what made your experience special, but, um, but let's talk a little more generally. Like, is there something that really like stood out as like a a memorable moment that you look back and you know you'll never forget? Yeah. No. I, I mean, Cal Poly. Oh my gosh, I had so many good memories there. I really miss it. Like I said, such a small town. You can go visit your friends. That's like five ten minutes away. That yeah. was honestly the best thing. But I think like a big memory for me was um probably like getting the keys to my first apartment that was my first time like being out on my own (laughs) I like applied for an apartment I think it was the end of my first year um got approved like pretty quickly got the keys to it and I lived like um where was I I lived close to Amtrak station fairly close to downtown Uh got moved into my own apartment um had a wonderful view of like the Cal Poly Hills and like great sunset views every night but that was like a big one for me because then from there it was really just like the start of me adulting me like going out with my friends having friends over going over to other friends apartments and living living up and slow (laughs) i love that kathy you know i have talked to you know hundreds of people now and um and you're the first one to mention that and i just love that because you know you made me you made me reminisce and think about it and that really is a special experience you know getting those keys and like walking into that first apartment and it does feel like this like it feels like this this portal and into adulthood and uh yeah I love that you highlighted that. That is really super cool. So let's talk about professional development. You know, um, a number of, uh, obviously, there's a number of opportunities, right, at your fingertips here in slow and through the major and all of that. Um, Is there a professional development experience that really sticks out for you that where where you look back and you're like, oh, wow, um, this really helped propel me into a career? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think there's big two big uh, experiences I would love to know. The first one being, like I said, when I when I got to Cal Poly, going to Parks and Rec major, I had no idea what I wanted to do, let alone know there was like event management concentration. Right. And so it's actually more class when you brought Cal Poly athletics in. I think that was like really the first like experience I had with like professional development. Uh-huh. I went and did an internship at Cal Poly athletics as a sports marketing intern. So uh-huh. at the time I was like, oh, maybe I'll do sports marketing. Like I'm really into the Warriors. Like maybe I'll go like work for the Warriors after this. Yeah. So I did the sports marketing internship. And then there was an opportunity for me to actually do a special events internship uh, with athletics. And so that was like really the first, like we did, I think what, what it was, it was like an auction. And that's when I realized I was like, I'm actually pretty good at this. Like yeah. maybe I'll do events. <laughs> Right. So, was that was that Mustang Madness? Was that the Mustang Madness? It was. It was Mustang Madness. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's a high level uh, auction too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So that was really fun. Um, and so that was like the start of me going into the events concentration. But I think the biggest internship that really like was really impactful for me during undergrad was my Sephora corporate events internship. Right. So yes, that was uh, during my third year. Um, first like corporate gig, honestly. Um, and I think that's when I realized that I really wanted to do events for like a company. Cause you know how you could go like the agency route or like, right. I was like, I don't know, like what events could I do? Like maybe I could be a wedding planner. Right. Right. That internship and like really just fell in love with corporate events, working with different teams. And I can get into that too, but got right. a ton of experience. Um, and like the biggest thing of all was having that mentor with me. I had someone who took me under their wings, like really taught me like all these things what that you have to think about when planning a corporate event. Um, right. Yeah, right. that is super cool. Now, um, you know, uh, Max, my, my son helps helps me out with Roblox. So I know I know what Roblox is. Mm -hmm. um, and Dr. Rue helps me out with Sephora. I know what <laughs> Sephora is because she's a she's a Sephora. Uh, she uh, definitely uh, buys Sephora. So uh, tell us, um, tell us a little bit. I know our current students in particular, Kathy, love to hear about this, uh, the story about how you got the internship, right? Mm -hmm. And, and you've told us, uh, you've told us a little bit about that experience. And I love that you highlighted the mentorship because that's, that's yeah. so important. And, you know, for anyone listening out there, just, just realizing how important that mentorship is and that paying it forward and, you know, people who have good experiences on internships, then turning around and being mentors to the next generation, uh, that passing of the torch, that, that that's just so valuable. Um, but so can you talk to us about how you got the position and, and, yeah. uh, and a little more about what you did? Yeah, for sure. No, I mean, mentorship and connections has been one of the biggest themes in my career, I think. Um, so how I got the internship, I mean, like you apply like anyone else, right? But the hiring manager at the time, she I noticed that we had a connection um, between her and someone that I worked for at Streamline Events. So before Sephora, I actually went on a, this is another fun internship I did. I did a fun corporate events internship with Streamline Events, oh. where they took me actually to Toronto, Canada, and I was just there for a week no um, for this big conference. And I think it was VMware. Oh. But I noticed that she was connected with someone that I worked out over there. And she connected us. And I think that was like a really big leg up for me, honestly, um, wow. having that connection between my hiring manager and someone from Streamline. Yeah, 100%. Um, and we we uh, share that in common, Kathy. Um, something about Toronto, it must be in the air because um, my uh, my Giants uh, partnership that I that I've had for many years that that came about because of Toronto also I made a connection oh. in Toronto and and um and she introduced me to uh to Sue Peterson who who uh is the executive director of the Giants Community Fund oh cool. like, Toronto is yeah, an amazing so city important. yeah Toronto is an amazing city did you enjoy did you enjoy your time there I did. it was it was snowing and it's freezing cold but it was oh, yeah. really fun <laughs> I went in the summer, so uh, oh. a <laughs> little different, a little different. Uh, awesome. Well, that, yeah, those connections. Wow. That's super, super important. Yeah. Uh, so, um, but, but to talk about the, yeah, like, the support internship, um, it was really fun. We did a bunch of really fun. So I did a lot of employee events. So it was like employee engagement days where we had um, like Matt, Cus or not Matt Cusmas, who is it? Uh, like Anastasia Beverly Hills, come on or benefit cosmetics come on and like do your eyebrows for you. So I'm sure Dr. Rue wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we also did the Sephora leadership conference in Vegas. Um, so that was fun. I was like 
a 20 year old <laughs> going to Vegas for a big conference. Of and course. Then also did a, a big like Sephora um, summer party um, right. that we on Treasure Island. And that was a really fun, like Coachella-esque like festival summer party. Um, yeah. Employees. So those are all the fun events that I got to do. Very cool. And, and you know, I, I think it's important for us to highlight this. And, and I've had a couple of recent guests, Kathy, who, who have talked about this. And, and that is, you're talking you're talking your junior year internship right isn't that isn't that what this was right yeah. and yes. and you and you know your previous one with streamline like these are internships that you're going out there and applying for and getting while you're still a college student and i think it's important for our current students to realize that yes there are official internships where you have to be getting course credit and it's your last, it's your last experience. But there's also these other internships that you can get as a sophomore, as a junior, and and applying oh, yeah. for those and and being um, proactive. I love how proactive you were in getting those. That's yeah. so, so great. Yeah, and that's and that's the advice I give to everyone too when I when I talk to undergrad students. It's like don't be afraid to go out and like do these internships because I think there were so many times in my career where I was like, oh, like. Do I really want to do that for any reason, right? Like, oh, I just want to go party or like, I don't have the time or like, do I really want to do that? But I think those internships are, it's like what really taught me what I liked and what I didn't like, like what I really want to find out of my career post-grad. And so I was really lucky to be at Cal Poly where like the motto is learn by doing, go do it and figure out what you like. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I love that. I love that. I, you know, when I talk to when I talk to students too about internships, Kathy, I, I I tell them I'm like, look, for me, internships were checking boxes of what I liked and what I didn't like. You know, and if I had never had those experiences, how would you? How do you know, right? And so it's um, in addition to building the experience, you're 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 really refining what you like to do, and I, I love that. I love that aspect. So, you know, you had a couple of other experiences. Um, I don't know if do you, I don't know if do you want to get into what your final internship was? Um yeah. or, or do you want to skip ahead to to uh to your corporate career? No, I I'd love to t- um t- touch base on uh, um about my last internships. I I did two internships actually the last of my so. yeah, 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 my fourth year. And so uh, I forgot it's, it's so long ago. And, oh my god, it's so crazy how long it's been since I graduated. But um the first internship I did my fourth year, I don't think that was even like my like my what was it, the internship for like the class credit. Cause again, it was just like this opportunity and I was like, Oh, I want to go do like this to try it out. So that internship I did, uh, it was a special events internship with Dow, Dow Vineyards, um, out in Paso, Paso Robles. I don't oh, know. You've yeah. been there before. Amazing view. <laughs> Amazing. Have you, have you seen my post? You've seen no, my which, post? Which one? Oh, Oh, I thought you, I thought that's why you knew I'd been there. You know, I had not been there until, um, what about, I guess about a year ago. Um, my best friend came into town and I was like, I had heard so much about Dow and I Uh was like, you know what? I'm going to take him up there because I just love the drive. And I was thinking it was on 46, you know, when you, you drive all the way up 46, Uh like up into the Hills, that's where I thought it was. And so I wanted to take him on that drive. And then I realized it was like way not not really on 46, like way around, right? And so we finally got there after like an hour, and I was just blown away. I cannot believe how amazing that winery is. <laughs> yeah, 
yeah, what a no, place to work, Kathy. Beautiful winery. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that was a really great internship. I also doubled doubled as also like a what was it called? Like a real estate host hostess. Um, you know, where yeah. you like people come in, you greet them, you take them to the table. So that was like, I think like my first like first and last like touch in the restaurant <laughs> industry. And it's not easy, let me tell you. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I know from firsthand experience too, for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, and I was a big there. guy. So I was a big guy. So they put me um carrying like the big huge trays with like 50 glasses on it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, how funny. Um but yeah, no, from there I I, I mean that was a really fun job. And then I got a, I saw a posting, I think. I, I believe it's on your Cal Poly EIM like jobs page. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh no, you know what it was? I had known about this internship with the president's office. I forgot who it was, but she recommended it to me. She was like, Hey, reach out to Dana Madison. Uh-huh. Um, she, I think she's looking for someone to, you know, take over and be an intern for um, the quarter. And yeah. so I reached out to her and I was like, Hey Dana, like you don't know me, but I'm looking for like an internship. Um, uh, for my last quarter and, you know, so, so-and-so referred me, um, would you be open for a chat? We mm-hmm. went for a really like super informal coffee chat. And then from there, she kind of just kept me updated and then was like, yeah, like, if you want to do this, like, here's like, you know, here's what it's going to look like, right. It was a part-time job, um, mm-hmm. 20 hours a week. This is what the pay would be like. This is what you would be doing for the president's office. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason why I decided to go there instead of sticking with my doubt internship was it was my last year, right? It's my senior year. I kind of want to like be able, I, I could have stayed with Dow and like been making like a ton more money, right? And then like right. working like all these hours. Um, or I could go and it's, I wouldn't say it was more chill necessarily, but right. it was more convenient in the fact that it was like close to campus. I could stay in San Luis Obispo right. um, and still be doing really cool work um, right. for the president's right. office. Yeah, um, so that's sure. the reason why I decided to go over there. And Dana, also, it goes back to the mentorship thing, right? Like I really like was very drawn to her um, as a manager. I was like, I think I could really learn a lot from this woman. Um, so yeah, yes, for sure. And, um, shout out to Dana. She is, um, when, when she was, when she was here and, um, and a student, she was a star just like you, just like you were. And, um, and she's remained a star. Um, she has, uh, I've done a podcast with her. I don't know if you've, uh, I don't know if you saw that or not, but, uh, but shout out, uh, everybody go and, and listen to that Dana podcast as well. Um, so now let's get into moving out into the, into the, um, <laughs> not into the working world. You've already been in the working world, right? But, but uh, launching your career, right? Um, outside as a, as a graduate, uh, I will say, um, your, your first position was with, um, a small company that pr- probably most people have never heard of, um, called Facebook. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So that that must have been um that was must have been quite something like heading heading home back to the bay area and um and your first full-time position being with Facebook. What was that like? Yeah, no, it was a really good time at Facebook. So, I'll spare like the nitty-gritty details, but I was there for 2 years. Um and actually so post grad I actually took a, a little bit of a break. I went on a month long like a uh, trip to Thailand because I was just like, oh, like when else am I going to be able to like go on a trip uh, unemployed, right? <laughs> right. I love it. That's yeah. Awesome. So went to Thailand, came back. And then actually the the way I got that, and then this is what I mean about like connections and the points of connections as well. Like, so I think when I got back from Thailand, I had someone just reach out to me on LinkedIn and was like, hey, 
we're, uh, Facebook, this team is looking for an event coordinator for the team. It was actually a contract position. So it was a full-time contract position, but not necessarily like a full-time employee with the company, right? right. And so at the time, obviously I'm applying and have like these other opportunities. So I had an opportunity to go to Facebook as a contractor, do really cool, fun events on a full events team, or right. I could go and like get a full-time job with like benefits and all, all those kind of things. Yeah. But of course, obviously I went with Facebook. Um, and I think there's like so many benefits about like being a contractor, right? But I can get into that later. Let's talk right. about Facebook first. So Facebook, like right. it was super fun. I was on a full events team as a coordinator. I was essentially supporting um, the full team. I was supporting my manager who was focused on like external events. And then I was also similarly supporting another manager who's focused on like executive events, right? And so that was a super fun first position for me post-grad was just getting my foot in really breaking into tech and like seeing what the tech industry is like, seeing what kind of events I can do. Um, and it was a lot of like women at leadership. So one cool event was Women at Leadership Day. I also did the holiday party for Facebook. It was Game of Thrones theme. We also did like um, tons of other events. But I think the one thing I also want to talk about during my time there when I started, it was mostly a support role, right? Like I'm really focusing on helping them with like these tactical work streams. The yeah. longer I was there, my manager, shout out to Nicole, um, she um, she started giving me a, a little bit more responsibility. So I went from, you know, supporting them on these work streams for these events to like managing smaller events. And she sent me to New York as one of my first events, which is super cool. Yeah. Uh, and then from there, like doing like managing small events, right? And that was really a big time in my career where it just really propelled my growth, honestly, because it was just like so fast paced at Facebook. Right. I bet. I bet. And then the global pandemic hit. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. And and I, I I'm sorry, I laugh, but and I'm but I'm not laughing out of um I'm not laughing out of ha ha. I'm laughing out of like, oh, oh wow, like you know, what we all ended up going through and um i i know that that you um I, every everyone in 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 every industry like felt it in some way shape or form right but um that what was so what has been so amazing for me in talking to so many people is hearing about the persistence or the um the resiliency of people and also hearing about this ability to pivot and learn new things and and develop um so can you talk a little bit about what that was like for you and and the teams you were working with yeah yeah for sure so um yeah so when covid happened actually so i so at facebook i was a events coordinator on that events team right then i switched over to the community uh, partnerships team as an event manager Actually, my first day on that team was when uh, the Bay Area announced a shutdown. So literally that first day on the new team, I like went to campus, got my laptop fixed. Um, and then from there, everyone was kind of like, oh, like, I'll see you in two weeks. Like this, this isn't going to be a thing. Ended up like never going back to the office ever again after that. So it's crazy. Like I literally started my first job or my uh, that second job um, during, uh, at the beginning of COVID. But that was a really crazy time. And so... A little bit about that, like my, again, this is, this is my first role as event manager. So previously as an event coordinator, now right. I'm an event manager on this team and now having to pivot to virtual events. And so it was new, like you said, new to everyone in the industry. I'm sure there's more people who have more experience for virtual events, but not me. Like I literally right. went to the team thinking like, oh, we're going to put on Facebook community summit. It's going to be an in-person event to now being like, how can we 
have this event, but still have it be very engaging and very impactful for the people that we want to um, join this event. Um, and so it was really a team effort, right? Um, thinking about the ways that we can really utilize our platform. But the magic of being at Facebook, we were able to use our platform um, for these virtual events. And so, I mean, thinking about the virtual events that we want to do, we really thought about how can we make it engaging? How can we make it really exciting? And so one of the biggest, I one of my proudest accomplishments in my career was uh, we put on FCS. We ended up doing FCS virtually. Um, and the way that we put on that event was um, we did it in two parts. We did like, we had a public event where it was like a live stream on the Facebook uh, communities page. Uh-huh. Then we had a private event where we only um, invited managed partners who, what we, who we call managed partners. It's like the people that we worked really closely with right. um, and like essentially, essentially like the Facebook uh, power users. Right. right. Um, and we had that private event on a Facebook groups. I don't know how many people are like very familiar with the platform, but we made it a private group, invited people into that group, and then had like an exclusive live streaming into that group afterward. And then had other engaging things like using right. the messenger bot. You can like opt into this messenger bot where you can interact with the DJ and the artist that's like on the live stream. Um, and so that was a really fun event. And one of my proudest accomplishments, proudest things I would say, because it was the first virtual event that we did at the company and on that scale. And it was like a really good baseline. Yeah. for future virtual events that they would do um, even after I left. Right. And I, I bet it instilled confidence as well, you know, um, in, in those at the top or, or above you, right? To be like, wow, they're, they're really, uh, we, we really do need to, we really do need them because this is pretty amazing, you know, because uh, we just didn't know, right? We didn't know how to do any of this. And the fact that, that you all were able to pivot so uh, spectacularly, um, that that's pretty awesome. So now let's talk about uh, the post Facebook uh, period and the, the last couple. Um, last couple, um, you know, you 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 worked again, uh, and 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 maybe you can touch on this. You, you worked um, another contract job with with a a small company that no one's ever heard of, Amazon, uh, and <laughs> and then went on to Teslio. But I wonder if you can like um, maybe with Amazon you, you can. Um, Reflect a little bit more. I know you said that that you, um, as an undergrad, you didn't, you never heard, really heard about contract work, right? And and, yeah. and you ta- you've already talked a little bit about the pros and cons, mm-hmm. um, but I wonder if you can expand upon that a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, I love talking about the contract opportunities because as an undergrad, I had no idea that was even an option to me. Like when you graduate, you're like hell bent on like, I'm going to go find a full-time job with benefits and like dental and vision, all this, all those things. And contracts, like I didn't even know that was a thing. Right. And so leaving Facebook. So the reason why I left Facebook is like, there's a two-year period max, right. Where you can be at the company as a contractor, then you got to leave and like, go do something else. And so the beauty, I think, in contracting is like, again, like loved my face time at Facebook, loved the people, loved like the growth that I had at the company. But at that time, I think two years later, I was kind of like, I need to find something new. You know, I want to go find something else that's really going to propel my career even further. Mm -hmm. Um, And the beauty of contracting is like, you can go to a company, see if you really like it. If you don't like, then you can leave. Not, Not saying that that's what happened with Amazon, but like you get to go and like, contract with these different companies, see what you like about them, see what you want to, it's, it's like exactly what I was talking about earlier in my internships in my undergrad. Right. It's almost a very similar thing, right? Of course, the con is like, you don't have great benefits, 
But right. me right. at that age, I was like, oh, I don't really care that much. You know, I really just want to explore um, right. what I can do in my career. <laughs> right. And, you know, um, I, I, I think also, isn't it, isn't it in your early career? Can't you be on? I think you can be on your parents' intern. Uh, exactly. You can yeah. be on your parents' uh, benefits until 26 now, I think is what it is, right? Isn't that yeah, something yeah. like that? Um, so, uh, yeah, that's that's really that's really interesting. So let's talk about Teslio. So mm -hmm. um, it, it seemed like a pretty good experience um, that you had working there at Teslio. Tell us what Teslio is. And then yeah. um, as far as like one big takeaway, like what was one big takeaway from Teslio? Yeah, yeah. Teslio, amazing company. Um, so just a TLDR, they do QA uh, software testing, and they're really the pioneers in fuse testing. Um, so for example, like uh, apps like NBA or HBO Max will go to them and like have them uh, do like really uh, good quality testing on their apps. And so that's what Teslio does. Um, Teslio, really great company. Like I said, they were founded in Estonia. Um, and I joined the company. And this is what like, when I when I was looking for jobs, like a big thing that I learned was like, I want to find a company where I have a mentor. I want to go to a company where like I really respect the leadership um, because the leadership just like it, it trickles down right to the rest of the people in your company. Um, and so I found I really found that in Teslio. Um, everyone that I worked with there is like really amazing, just really amazing humans. Um, and my role there at Teslio, again, I was the first events manager. Um, came onto the marketing team, uh, specifically the demand generation team. And so I joined the company and this role really spoke to me because demand gen is something that I really never really did before. And so I had this opportunity to come to Tessio um, and really learn from my mentor. Shout out to Artashita. <laughs> um, nice. She was my demand generation director. Um, learn about that, which, you know, in, that I didn't get to do much at Facebook. Facebook, I did a ton of like fun events and like virtual events. This time I can really learn more about demand gen, working with the sales team. Uh, a lot of my role had to do with like sales enablement as well. Um, and so, yeah, nothing but good things to say about Teslio. That's awesome. That's awesome. So now we get to your your current position in 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 Roblox, and and um, you've uh, you, you've been in that position for um, let, let's see, I guess about about five months now, right? And so. Um, you know, I, I know what Roblox is and, and I always yep. worry that I'm pronouncing it wrong. Am I pronouncing it wrong? Mm -mm. <laughs> okay, good. Okay, good. I'm like, I'm like, uh, I feel like that's what, how my son pronounces it. So I feel like I've got it right. Uh, <laughs> so tell us, uh, tell us first of all, for those, um, who are not gamers, tell us what, uh, Roblox is. And I hope I'm not fouling it up and that Rob there's a different Roblox besides the Roblox that my son plays. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. So yeah, if you're not familiar with Roblox, Roblox is, uh, is an online, uh, video game. Um, and it's really cool. You can come on, you make your own avatar. You get to experience a uh, different, uh, uh, essentially like the metaverse, right? This whole virtual world. And within Roblox, there's a ton of different experiences and games that you can play within um, within the game. Yeah, I'm I, yeah, I'm always amazed because I'll go in and I'm like, uh, "What are you playing now, son?" He's like, "Roblox," and I'm like, oh, <laughs> "Wow, that looks really different from last week." <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty cool. So, as an event specialist, um, you, you know, I think um, 
I think some people, uh, the lay people out there who who don't really know our world, right, um, will be surprised to, to hear that there's event specialists for a video game, right? Um, but I'm not surprised at all, right? I mean, I want that that we've come to realize in 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 what we do is that you know um, everything from a, a small construction company all the way up to the biggest tech firm in the world uh, mm-hmm. and everything in between. Um, need people to put on events <laughs> ultimately yeah. you know and so um let's uh let's let's talk about about what you're doing i know you told me you have a a five day event coming up next week and i'm like i can't believe you're talking to me right now but um <laughs> but i appreciate you taking the time but but let, talk to us talk to us a little bit about what your day to day is like and and um yeah. and the exciting events you're you're planning yeah, yeah, yeah. So like you said, I've been at Roblox now for four months. Um, and I was again, like, uh, I joined, I, I left Tessio for Roblox. And I was hesitant because it's again, a contract role to hire. Um, but I left for the opportunity of all the fun events that we can be doing the metaverse is growing, right? It's just a really great opportunity. I'm actually now a full time employee as of two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. But um, the events I've been doing in the last couple of months, so the fun events is we, we've been doing uh, the first event, actually, my first day at Roblox um, was Roblox Developer Conference. We call it RDC. And I literally, literally my first day, I came in, it was like day one of load-in. Um, and so that was a really fun way to kick off um, my start at Roblox. Um, and then other fun events that we've been doing, we did the holiday party, of course. The five-day event that you're talking about that's coming up um, is what we call Roblox Week. Um, we do this twice a year, um, one in the winter, one in the summertime. And it's essentially a week where we bring all employees out. It's mandatory for you to come to campus. We uh-huh. have a big town hall. It's a big production. Um, and we do a ton of like fun offsite activities and happy hours um, for the company. But as far as like my day to day, I know this is like very typical for anyone in our industry of like, right. oh, like, this is what I love about my job. Like nothing, no day is the same. And it's still very much the same for me. Um, one right. day would be like, you know, I'm going on a site visit. I'm going to go check out pinstripes and see what the venue is. I can make sure that like security is fairly very full aware of like all the exit points um, or doing a tasting um, for our catering for the holiday party. Or another day will be like a typical office day, right? I go into the office, I do my emails, I go into meetings with a comms team, or I meet with the creative team. Um, and my days really depend on, you know, of course, the events that I'm um, focused on for the day. I think typically I'm really planning two to three events at a time, if not four. And so every day is different because I'm talking to different teams that are um, the different working teams for each event, right? Right. Um, and then, of course, the other days, so the great thing that I love about Roblox too, where I'm at right now, it's a we're a hybrid company. And so you are uh, encouraged to come in twice a week. Other days, you work from home. And so another typical day for me will be like, I roll out of bed um, and I do my emails in my pajamas and then I have business up top and then the pajamas uh, uh, <laughs> right <laughs> I love that my daughter would absolutely love that Sheila oh that's so cool yeah. um, and you know I, I I love to hear you reflect on that because I really do think the hybrid model is 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 an incredible model. You know, you get the best of both. You get the flexibility, but yet you also get the connections. And and those exactly. connections, you know, you can make them, 
you can make them in the virtual space for sure. Um, but it's not quite the same, right? You know, it's not, it's not like looking someone in the eye in person and getting that, you know, all that, all that you get, all those valuable things that we get from, from social connections. And so I, I love that mix of hybrid. I think it's fabulous. For sure. Yeah. No, that was my first, um, actually the, the event that I just talked about RDC, that was my first in-person event since 20, 20, honestly. And so yeah. it was like two years since I got to be on site and it was like, yeah. honestly, like the most amazing feeling ever. It was like back where I was supposed to be instead of like, you know, just doing webinars all the time at my desk, right. Where I can actually like go see my vendors and like be there in person. And I think generally like anyone who's like in events, they're generally like an extroverted, like outgoing person who wants to, who wants those connections. Right. Um, and so that's exactly what I learned um, going to this hybrid model. I love being able to work from home, have the flexibility, yeah. but going into the office has been amazing. Um, yeah. Seeing all my, all my people. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, um, I, I, you know, this, fa this fall um, marked the return of, of, of us fully, you know, fully in person and back in the classroom. And it was, um, no, no, don't get me wrong. In 2021, we were back in the classroom, but we were still kind of doing it where we had Zoom. And so, yeah. it, you know, it wasn't quite the same. The classrooms were only about half full and it just wasn't the same. And um, this this fall and, and, and this quarter kicking off this winter quarter has just been amazing because it's yeah. like it feels like it feels like you're getting those connections that um that you know we miss so much i went to an event here on campus um just last night and i and i saw like people i haven't seen in like two or three years and and right. these are like close friends you know close colleagues and and it's like we you know we hugged and we're like i can't believe what is that you know uh i've missed you so much and it, yeah you know, those social connections that are just so valuable um so kathy let's um uh you know junior you know when i say I, I i've been framing it this way this last question i've been framing it along yeah. the lines of what would you say to junior year kathy right uh, <laughs> uh, uh what advice would you give but you know for you i'm like junior year kathy had like just finished uh an amazing internship <laughs> with like uh you know uh sephora and um and was this advanced person already you know professional person already <laughs> but um but anyway we'll go ahead with it what would you what advice would you give to to uh to junior year kathy <laughs> yeah. I mean, junior year me, like I was so stressed out. I think anyone who's in the third year right now is like really stressed by I need to get my internship. And then like, what am I going to do post-grad? And so, I mean, I feel like this is so typical. Like I would tell junior me, like, don't worry, like it all works itself out. Um, just enjoy your last two years with your friends on campus. Cause like that doesn't last forever where you can see your friends just like five minutes down the street. Yeah. Um, but I mean, even beyond that, like, I think the biggest thing I've learned is really, that's been the theme of this podcast, right? Is the theme or the importance of mentorships and like really, um, fostering those connections, uh, even after you leave. Yeah. Um, and I can like confidently say I wouldn't be where I am today without having those mentors and like believing in me and like challenging me and pushing me to my limits. Um, and so I'm just telling me. Give advice like be excited um for what's to come because like 
feel like my life really started out <laughs> post-grad. <laughs> right, right. I love it. I love it. Well, yeah. Kathy, thank you so much for taking the time with us, especially uh, the week before uh, Roblox week. And um, <laughs> and uh, we're so we're so proud of you here at Cal Poly and just uh, really appreciate you uh, paying it forward by uh, by talking with us today. And um, and shout out to the mentors out there. I, I appreciate that theme that you brought to us today. So uh, thank you so much. Thank you. It's really good to be here. And it's really good catching up with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. See ya. Thank you.